Welcome to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women. Each week, we feature interviews, information, and inspiration that will motivate you to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. My name is Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley, selfless syndrome expert, board-certified women's health coach, and alternative medicine practitioner, wife, mom, and entrepreneur. I specialize in health for busy and driven women. Listen weekly as I share the tools, perspective, and knowledge you need to lose weight, boost your energy, and fall in love with yourself so that you can serve the world with an even bigger impact. Hello, and welcome back to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women, and day three in our series on how to make New Year's resolutions stick and actually achieve success and results in the year 2022 when we're working on this. So today we're, you know, combining, coming to the culmination, I suppose, if you will, of you know, taking the mindset work we've done. So just to recap, if you haven't been present for all of these, I'm going to invite you to go back and listen to them and do this in order. But, you know, we, we looked at our old beliefs around whatever area it is that we want to work on. We created some new beliefs. We found some evidence that can disprove the old beliefs and help support our new beliefs. And then we made some mantras for that. So that was day one, kind of a lot. So, you know, take your time with that. It'll keep evolving. Day two, we did a building your compelling future exercise, um, meditation, if you will, relaxation thing, something to listen to. Hopefully my voice is relaxing for all of you. And now today we're going to talk about how you actually put into place some tangible goals that will help you get to where you want to be. And I am going to have you do this, not talking about smart goals. If you don't know what smart goals are, I will define them for you. They're the things that are defined as specific, measurable, um, attainable, realistic, and timely. There's nothing wrong with them. I just think they're super not sexy and I kind of am like meh and hate setting them and they don't inspire me in any way. And so over the years, and I, I do a lot of this work with my clients in my program, this is kind of like some of the first steps that we take on our journey together. We set dumb goals and slim goals. And so I'm going to walk you through how to actually do that today. The dumb goals we're going to start with, and this is not my baby. I got this from Brendan Bruchard, who, if you're not familiar with him, he does lots of personal growth and development type stuff. But he talked about, he created the acronym for dumb goals, you know, kind of as like a little knife to wedge in against smart goals. And I thought it was hilarious and also really agreed with his his concept here. And so what dumb goals are, and again, if you've downloaded the workbook that goes with this, it's in the show notes for each week, uh, each each day. <laughs> We're doing days here, not weeks. Um, you know, it's it's listed in there. But if you're taking notes or just thinking about this, what dumb goals are is you start with your dream. So the D stands for dream, and you want to really get you know go big with this. Like, what is the dream? And this is if you've ever talked to me in an initial consult or on a, a call, just to get to know each other a little bit, I ask you this, like, what is, what is your dream for your health, for your life, for relationships, like whatever it is for money, finances, all that. What's your dream? And then the you is uplifting. Is it something that is uplifting and inspiring to you? This is where I think smart goals kind of fall 
by the wayside and suck because they're, they're not always uplifting. And part of why I really like this aspect of doing goal setting this way is so many of us get caught in the like, you know, setting goals because we think it's what we're supposed to do or what society says or, you know, what whoever dictates. And so we're not really inspired or uplifted by the goals that we're setting. So, you know, start with the dream and then make sure it's really uplifting to you. The M, this is where we start to break this down. So we have the dream, we have the big vision, we, you know, we've done our compelling future, we, you know, worked on our belief systems around all this. And so now we're going to create M and B stand for methods and behaviors. And so methods and behaviors are like, what are the things that we actually need to start doing in order to get there? You know, do you need to change your eating habits. So some methods around that could be how often you cook or how often you go to the grocery store and not going to the grocery store hungry or, you know, trying some new vegetables and behaviors are are falling into that as well. So they, they kind of go hand in hand, like method might be, you know, changing nutrition or exercising. And then the behaviors are the things that you need to cultivate and build so that you are successful in those methods that are ultimately getting you to your uplifting dream. So hopefully all that makes sense. And if anyone needs help, like working through this, cause I know sometimes when I set goals, um, I'm very visionary. So like the dream I got, and then like breaking it down into smaller steps can be hard. However, I'm actually good at helping other people do that. So if you need some help, please just reach out. I'm happy to do that. So that is, that's one approach to goal setting and one that, that I like, and I, I like to do both of these things that I'm about to explain. And so, you know, again, we have our dream, it's uplifting, we have methods and we have behaviors that are going to help us get there. If you need any examples or anything, just let me know. But, um, you know, if the dream is to wear a bikini and be super confident in that and like all the things that that come with, I I don't know that I love this example, but we're just going to use it. (laughs) Um, you know, and that's uplifting to you and that could look like whatever it looks like for you. What are some of the methods and behaviors that are going to get there? Well, you know, exercise movement is probably going to be one of them. Um, you know, how you eat is going to be another method that you're going to use to be, to get there. I would say mindset work is another method that we're going to use to get there. Let's not leave that one out. That's where we started. And so the behaviors are going to be around, you know, how often you're eating at home, what you're eating, um, how often you're exercising, what kind of workouts you're doing, how you're listening to your body so you don't get injured. The behaviors are going to be, you know, what are you doing to train your mindset and keep yourself motivated? Are you listening to meditations like what we did yesterday? Are you, you know, what are you reading? What are you feeding your mind with? Who are you talking to? Who are you surrounding yourself with? Who are you, you know, we tend to emulate the people that we spend the most time with. So are you surrounding yourself with people who are going to help you get there? Or are you with people who are eating, you know, couch potatoes, eating potato chips? Like you just have to look at that. So that's just an example that you can hopefully help to visualize and and walk through. So again, we have that big dream. It's uplifting methods, behaviors. Okay. So that's one route. And then we have what I call slim goals. And this is something I actually came up with and it's designed specifically for the busy high-performing woman who's dealing with selfless syndrome and doesn't know how to focus on herself. All right. And so what slim goals are, and again, in your worksheet, but slim goals are sustainable. They're a little less sexy than dumb goals, but I think they're really, they're really great because I came up with it, but sustainable. They are life-giving. They are inspiring and they are mindful. 
And let me just kind of run through some of these sound similar, but they're a little bit different from each other. So sustainable, pretty obvious. You know, we don't want to overcommit ourselves. We're not, if we haven't been exercising at all, we are not going to the gym seven days a week for three hours a day, ladies. Like we, we have to be realistic and take the baby steps with that. Okay. So sustainable means like, what's something you can do long-term. It's about, we're running a marathon. We're not running a sprint here in terms of making changes. So you have to be thinking about that, especially those of you who have a ton on your plate already. Like, let's not be crazy about this. And we're going to talk about that in a second. Life-giving is kind of like uplifting, inspiring, you know, inspiring is I think my next, no, intentional is actually what I stands for. I haven't revisited these in a little bit. So life-giving, you know, they're inspiring, they're uplifting, they're energizing, they're something you are actually excited about and not something you're doing because you think you should, or because someone else says you should. It's like, it's about you and what really fills you up. All right. Intentional is I. And so intentional is like, what, what is the end result? Like, why are we doing this? What is the intention behind it? And is that intention something that you're good with? So, you know, losing weight, for example, like what is the actual intention behind you wanting to lose weight? Is it that you want to be healthier, that you want to be able to play with your kids? This is stuff I hear all the time. You know, you want to be active in your old age. Awesome all good intentions. Is it that you want to look sexy in a pair of skinny jeans? Awesome. That's still a good intention. If it is something that lifts you up, you just want to be clear on what your intention is behind it. And if it's to, you know, please somebody else or that you feel like you're supposed to, or you have to, or, you know, any of those, you got to find the more inspiring side of that, I would argue. And then the last piece is mindful. And what I mean by being mindful is like looking at your plate, one of the exercises I do with women in my program is what I call the yes, no plate exercise. And it's looking at all the stuff we have piled on there. You know, we've got the kids and the work and the school and the volunteer stuff and whatever our side hustle is and our marriage or significant other, like it's, it's a lot of stuff, right? We can all get worked up talking about that. And when we're start talking about making changes and setting new goals, a lot of us will just try to fit it onto that plate already. And so by mindful, like being mindful about it, we need to look at either like, are there things that we need to take off in order to be successful with whatever we're trying to do? Or do we need to be more realistic in either what our goal is or, you know, what sustainability really looks like in how we combine all the things that we have going on. So hopefully that makes sense. So to recap the slim goal part, we have it sustainable, it's life-giving, it's intentional, and it's mindful and just being mindful of what's already going on in our life and what can we sustainably take on that's inspiring to us and what do we maybe need to get rid of or take off or, you know, shift or delegate. <laughs> There's a lot we can delegate in our life, ladies. It's, it's all good stuff, but that will help us actually succeed at whatever we're trying to do. All right. So you have the worksheet, you have the workbook. Hopefully this helps you think through some of this stuff just in a deeper way that will have you really be successful in setting New Year's resolutions. And what I would love to know, you know, from going through this, from starting this, looking at, you know, your beliefs around it, what the area is and like really getting clear on a lot of the mindset stuff and then creating that vision and what your compelling future is going to look like. And then from there and that place, setting some goals, whether it's, you know, your dream 
and it being up like dumb goals or, or slim goals, you can set smart goals if you want to. I'm, I'm not saying you can't do that. I just don't get inspired by them. And I know a lot of people who don't. So I give you some other options, but you know how this process is for you and how it feels going into the new year. And I would love to know, you know, what things you've come up with that maybe are different from what you originally were thinking, or maybe it's the same and you just have a better grounding and understanding of how you're actually going to get there. Either way, I would love to hear from you, whether you post in the Facebook group, um, where this is also going again, the link to join that is in the show notes. If you're not in there or just send me an email again, my emails in the show notes also, but Dr. Alex at emergent I would just love to know what, you know, what are the goals? What are you up to in this coming year? And if you need support, how can I help support you? But you know, ultimately like how this experience has been and, and what you've been able to come up with from doing it this way. So that concludes our three part series on creating new year's resolutions that actually stick the Dr. Alex version. And, uh, again, you know, I hope this is helpful, beneficial. You've been able to take some time for yourself and really do some digging and some soul searching and some thinking and have like some awesomeness to go into the new year next week with, I will see you in the new year. We'll, we'll be back to our normal, you know, solo show and, um, interview. I have a lot of, I've been kind of collecting interviews and interviewing people pretty far before their, the shows or episodes are released. So we have a lot of really great stuff coming up in the new year that I'm excited to share with you. And with that happy new year to everybody. And we will see you in January. Thank you for tuning in to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women, where we provide you with the tools, information, and inspiration you need to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and also leave us a review. Also, I don't want to be working with you on your health only once or twice a week. I want to be in this conversation and in the trenches with you every single day. I invite you to join me in the Emergent Women Community Group on Facebook for the chance to interact with me live once a week and even more information, inspiration, and motivation to transform your health and become the vibrant, energetic, and on-fire version of yourself we all know is under there. Until next time, remember to keep putting yourself first so that you can better serve the ones you love and the things you are passionate about. Mm-hmm.